rebound taken away by Meredith McKnight. Good luck for Cunningham. He's been quite knocked down. Hayden goes to the corner. Sarah Gosling tries a three-pointer and knocks it down. Holly Eyes three-pointer. Timeout, Dallas Center Drive. Welcome to the Tiger Sports Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast, episode number 34. We are moving along. It's crazy how many podcasts we've done so far. Looking forward to a ton more to come. We got a pretty packed week since we missed last week because of a few technical difficulties. Scheduling didn't really work out. Uh, I'm your host, Blake Walker. I'll be the only one in. My dad's currently kind of recovering from a uh, illness, sinus infection he's had over the weekend, so I'm taking over for him once again this week. We're going to go through basketball. We're going to go through boys' basketball, girls' basketball, swimming, and we're going to talk about the first time we did our very first wrestling live stream, and then I'll get you updated on all what's coming in the next week of Tiger Sports. But first, let's take a listen to our sponsorships, and we'll be right back for the recap of all the sports that happened this past few weeks. Hey there, I'm Joey Polyi, third generation owner of Polyi's in Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch, and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit polyeyesgrinnellia.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating. So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. Alrighty, thank you to those uh, sponsorships for being the sponsors of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. Without them, we couldn't be doing what we're doing, uh, or at least to be very difficult. We've been able to purchase a lot of equipment, uh, very nice equipment that we're trying to enhance the quality that we give to our viewers. And uh, we're really appreciative of the sponsorships that help us at the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. And if you, listening to this, would like to sponsor, check out our website at TigerSportsLivestreamNetwork.com. So we're going to jump into all the stuff that happened. Uh, I'm going back to January 13th, roughly is where I'm starting. Uh, and we'll start with the boys' basketball team. On January 13th, they took on North Polk High School. Grinnell coming off a four-game losing streak. We're able to come away with a huge 52-33 to victory over North Polk. Uh, most likely the best game Grinnell's put together all year. Um, just the defense really showed up. North Polk was only, or only scored one point in the third quarter. Um, Grinnell went on a, or North Polk had the ball for like two minutes almost on their side of the court and uh, really just struggled to do anything. And Grinnell's offense kind of got going a little bit. And uh, it turned into a really good victory. Uh, Owen Kaufman had 12 points. Jay Cole had 13. And A.J. Wilkins finished with 16 points. And speaking of A.J. Wilkins, how about you take a listen? We interviewed him after the game. Take a listen to what uh, A.J. had to say about the, uh, that big win over North Pole and listen to some of his highlights throughout the game. Pointer won't fall. Parker Johnson on the boards. A.J. tries his luck from deep. And good. Holy eyes three-pointer by A.J. Wilkins. AJ goes to the baseline. Down low to Walker. Walker off the glass and puts it in. 
Nice little dish pass to assist A.J. Wilkins to Walker. Nastor back outside. A.J.'s just going to fire from deep, and he puts it in. Holly Eyes three-pointer from way out for A.J. Wilkins. Mateus moves back. A.J. from the Tigers logo puts it in again. Time out, North Polk. Grinnell leads by 10. Down, hands off to A.J. A.J., no look pass to Owen. Coffin down low, and the lamp is good. Nice little look inside. A.J.'s had some pretty incredible assists tonight. Tried his pass back to Goldman, who tips it back to A.J., who's going to fire the deep three and knock it down. Polly eyes three-pointer for A.J. Wilkins. Four three-pointers in a night. All right, here with A.J. Wilkins after the big win. Uh, you finish a losing streak, that means a lot. Your teammate goes down, you got a run point, and you played most of the game. What is that adjustment like for you that you were able to step up and make plays like you did? Oh, yeah, uh, it was pretty tough seeing uh, Cole go down on Thursday. Um, we knew we were going to have to play without him at Indianola, but that game got canceled, so we just kind of moved a few players around. We can just adapt like that. Uh, there was the big possession where you guys just didn't give up. Like, you guys only gave up one point in the third quarter. There was the possession that they just couldn't do anything. What happened in practice that allowed the defense that happened out there tonight? Um, I mean, to be honest, our JV has been dogging us all week. I mean, I don't think there's been a practice where they didn't come in and just absolutely whoop our butts. So that, that huge props to them and us just carrying that fight over to the game and putting them to work. How did tonight prepare you for tomorrow night? You run point guard, you're going to have to guard Bowen Bourne. What, I mean, how does tonight help prepare you for tonight? They had good players. Does, do you take anything from tonight and transfer over tomorrow night? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we got a good atmosphere in the locker room after this win. We got some pride going into tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be our, best, our biggest test against best player in the state, best team we've played so far. So, I mean, we could take multiple things from this game, such as our defense and just working together. All right, appreciate your time. Nice job tonight. All right, thank you. All righty, so as Jay, AJ said, you know, he felt like it was a good team win. Uh, he really talked about how, you know, the, this, the, the JV teams have really helped push their uh, confidence levels a little bit higher. And because of that, it led to a great, uh, great game by Grinnell with the big win over North Polk. Uh, you know, we knew AJ was going to have one of those big nights where he just kind of sat back and we were able to watch him score a lot, and with Coleman Griff sadly being out because of an injury, that really opened the door for A.J. to go out and uh, score 16 points and hit 4 for 5 from 3-point range. Uh, it was a really good night for A.J., and we really appreciate him coming up and uh, checking us out and uh, coming to interview with us after the game. So moving on to the next one for the boys. On January 14th, the very next night, Norwalk came to town. Uh, Bowen Bourne and company, you knew it was going to be a tough game, and it was. 82-55, to 55, Grinnell drops to Norwalk. Uh, Bowen Bourne finished with 40 points. Uh, Jay Cole, despite his efforts of 20 points, uh, just couldn't get it done. And uh, it was just one of those tough games. Grinnell, uh, you know, kind of hung around in the first quarter. Second quarter is kind of when Norwalk pulled away. And then in the end, the fourth quarter, both teams scored 16 points. So really nothing too much to be ashamed about. Norwalk is currently, as of today, the number one team in 3A. So, I mean, anytime you get to play them, you try your best. And I, I know a lot of people really liked watching that Bowen Bourne. And, uh, you know, he's fun to watch. And it's just kind of one of those games where you, you learn from your mistakes and move on. And uh, uh, they luckily have had a quite a big break ever since that game. And we'll talk about here in a little bit who they play this upcoming Friday. 
So that wraps up the uh, boys' side of basketball. Let's jump over to the girls' side. For girls basketball, uh, they played on the 13th against North Polk with a 75-66 victory. Uh, this was a pretty good game. A lot of just overall scoring. Ivy had 16, Sarah had 16, McKenna had uh, 10, and Meredith had 14. Uh, anytime you can get players to just have that many spread of points, uh, it's incredible. That's almost the entire starting five. Four out of the starting five were in double digits. Uh, if you can do that every night... Like, you're going to win some ball games. Um, Grinnell was up by 10 at the end of the first quarter. North Polk kind of had a better second quarter, but in the end, uh, Grinnell kind of pulled away. North Polk did make a pretty strong rally at the end. Uh, they dropped 20 in the fourth quarter. Grinnell only had 13, but it was a little, it was a lot, but a little late for North Polk. And, you know, in the past, Grinnell struggled with the Comets, and this, this win really showed a lot. Um, you know, Grinnell shot 33 three-pointers. They hit 13 of them, but that's just a given. Grinnell's going to shoot that many threes every single game. And, uh, you know, North Polk's not an easy team. And Grinnell, throughout the game, it looked closer than it was. Grinnell really just had North Polk right where they wanted him the entire basketball game. And it was a lot of fun to watch. So uh, that was a big win for Grinnell over North Polk. Their next game would be then that next night against Norwalk. This was kind of an interesting game. Uh you could tell there was a fatigue after the night before. Um, Grinnell, who averages 70 points per contest, only beats Norwalk 43-31. to 31. Um, They don't have stats on here, but if I'm correct, Meredith McKnight absolutely carried Grinnell. I think she had 21 or 22, 23 points. Um, Meredith stepped up big, and it was because of Meredith we got the win. Uh, you know, Norwalk's not easy. I think they were the third best team in the Little Hawkeye Conference coming into the game. It definitely wasn't a pushover game. Norwalk tends to be pretty competitive when it comes to these type of games. Um, and tonight was, or that night was no different. Uh, you know, 43-31, a win's a win. Uh, you don't take a look at it any differently. But uh, uh, Mark Kivett came up and talked to us after the game. Uh, my dad was able to sit down and interview him. Here is that interview with Mark Kivett after the girls' win over Norwalk. All right, halftime entertainment. We have assistant girls varsity coach Mark Kevitt with us tonight. Mark, a little bit different from the last night's game that we watched. And I'll just start this out with two statistics. Last night, 12 made three-pointers. Tonight, five made three-pointers. Yeah, it was a struggle, wasn't it? <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I have not looked at the stats. We had to miss a lot of two-point shots, too layups missed probably a good number of free throws to be honest with you you know the irony of the the whole thing of mckenna mcknight or excuse me not mckenna um meredith mcknight meredith struggled on her two-point shots all night of getting that second getting that second driving to the basket but where meredith actually become gold was at the free throw line tonight yes you know overall ending with uh, 23 points total but as you sit there, you're probably shocked when I said 23 points because there was just enough times that she went to the basket. You could see the frustration in her eyes every time she turned around. It's like, is there a lid on that thing? Take it off because I want to start making some baskets. But, you know, on the flip side of that, scoring-wise, it really is a low-scoring ball game for this varsity girls basketball team. It was, and we knew going into it that Norwalk was going to slow it down. That's what they're going to do. They're going to ugly it up, slow it down. They're not going to get in a track meet with us. Um, 
So we knew that. What we didn't expect was is we also slowed ourselves down because we couldn't make any baskets to get into the press or we just couldn't finish. It just kind of got out of sorts. Um, and like you said with Meredith, in the first quarter, she got to the basket and had some nice finishes. She made a, a three or two, I think, in the first quarter. And then they kind of went to that zone because they were in man for a while. And then they went to zone, and we just kind of had all sorts of trouble in that zone. Yeah, the zone seemed like, I mean, you're able to get the ball to McKenna at the free throw line. Yep. But it seemed like we weren't having the ability to do that dribble pinch to have a double team or the right. triple team come up to actually get the ball out to one of the three girls on the outside to have a clean open three-pointer. The three-pointers are covered pretty heavily, yes. but I think anyone that knows Grinnell girls varsity basketball knows that three-pointers is going to be something that we're going to be looking hard at. And I'd, I'd like to go back to the tape and watch it. I'm not sure, like, when we threw it in that high post to McKenna, you know, that zone defense turns to the ball. Well, if you're out on the wings or in the corner, you kind of need to move to a different spot so they kind of lose track of you. I'm thinking that we might have just stood still a lot of times. Yeah, and it was easy to guard us in that zone. Yeah, and there's a lot of opportunities where, I mean, you know, McKenna has definitely the range from three-point. Yes. I, I was, Blake and I were both hoping, it's like, McKenna, just take that 15-footer. Square up and yeah, shoot it. And we talk about that they, all the time. That, that center of that zone really wasn't coming up to her. No. I mean, they turn around, they were two-foot off her. She would post, swing one way or the other, but they wouldn't present a challenge to her. And, you know, old-time basketball, you, you shoot the ball and put it in their face until they actually say, hey, you're going to stop doing what you're doing. So, I mean, that was one thing that we saw on that side. You know, another thing was is coming off of last night, it seemed like the girls were fatigued. They were. You know, that North Polk game, that was an up-and-down game. It was the same thing last year. We, we went over there. It was a track meet in the 70s. We lost by two. We came back the next night and played Gilbert here, and Meg Doty made a three-pointer at the buzzer yep. in a game that we did not play well. So I don't know if the same thing happened tonight. We just weren't. The energy wasn't the same and just kind of a, you know, nope. I don't know what it was. No pep band, no <laughs> maybe the crowd wasn't in it. I can't put a figure on it, but just some nights you can't shoot well. And tonight was that night. Now, luckily, our defense was good. Yeah, play good defense. And, you know, I think you, you already said it, is we had steals off our full court press. It's just be able to capitalize. We were even missing those, those easy two-pointers. Yeah. And, you know, it, when we talk about fouls, actually, I think it was a pretty fair ball game called. Yes. There was a couple that were questionable, but I think they were equal both ways. So I, it, no really opinions on the referees on that side. But you know, all in all, how did let's let's set this side. It's a win, two wins in a row. Little Hawkeye win is always a good thing. We got a big game coming up Friday night against Pella. We do, we do, and you're right. A win's a win. Sometimes you win ugly. Hey, just take the win. When they cut it to two. We could have folded being a young team. We didn't. We won. We move on. We're still undefeated in the conference, and you're right. Big game Friday at Pella. Pella's coming off. Uh, I think they had a win against. They beat Newton. Did they beat Newton? They beat Newton last night. Now, yeah. tonight they played DCG. Right. I don't know who won that and game. I, I haven't seen that on the Twitter post yet, but that's got to be a fairly tough game. Yes, yeah, so it was at them. Dallas Center Grimes, so I'm sure that's a – I know it's going to be a good game because so Grimes has two conference losses, so they need to get it. Right. So I think going into Friday nights, keep our fingers crossed. The weather forecast are wrong. We actually get a ball game in. Looking forward to it. 
Pella's not the same team they were in the past couple years. Down, obviously, a little bit. Um, what do you think? Are we going to match up pretty well, or are we actually going to yeah. come out on top a little bit? So Pella's got some size. They're going to be a little bit stronger. I think we can run them and turn them over and, and get some points off transition. I'm not sure they're there yet with the guards. That's kind of been their problem the last couple years. They've had Holterhouse. She graduated. So they had the inside game, but their guards have kind of been struggling. I think if we can get them running, turn them over, and hopefully shoot the ball better, we'll be fine. Well, we're looking forward to a great game in Pella. Anytime we follow these girls, it's always great. So we're looking forward to that. Keep our fingers crossed we got good weather. Mark, thank you for coming up talking to us. No problem, sir. And tell the girls, wish them our best for going into Friday night. Thank Will do. Thank you. Really, really nice when coaches are able to come up and talk to us after the game. You know, we had never done anything like that for basketball and football. Uh, we started with baseball. It all started with Stenberg coming up and talking to us and whatnot. And we, we really enjoyed uh, coming up and doing that. Now it's moving over to the basketball season. Mark able to jump up in between the boys and girls games and we try to fit him in. And uh, it's so much fun to uh, uh, listen to what he has to say uh, as an assistant coach or a head coach. I mean, they're all going to have different thoughts. And um, Mark's input on the game is a new perspective for us that we can learn going into the next games. Um, and overall, we're really thankful that uh, Mark was able to come up and talk to us. Uh, so it was really great to listen to what he had to say. And then last night on the 21st, Grinnell went to Fairfield High School, the start time of 745 at Fairfield. I apologize to all those families that got home really late at night. That's kind of ridiculous if you ask me. But Grinnell got a convincing 65-37 win over the Fairfield Trojans. I don't have any stats on this, but Grinnell held Fairfield to less than 10 points in all but one quarter. Uh, looks like they led 17-3 to at the end of the first quarter. So, um, you know, it, Fairfield wasn't bad. I think they only had four losses coming into the ballgame. Uh, and it, now it's just home free. Now you just have, non or you have conference games. And realistically, I don't think Grinnell's going to lose another conference game. Uh, their really only big challenge will most likely be Indianola. And, uh, you know, that's that's going to be tough, no doubt about that, Indianola and Dallas Center Grimes. Um, but I, I truly think that if they keep playing hard and they keep working at it, I think they're going to have a really good finishing conference record. And uh, I think Grinnell will go unscathed in the conference season. And, you know, what, we went 19-3 and last year, and everyone's like, well, might take a step back this year. I mean, I don't know. It, nineteen and three. It looks like we could finish nineteen and three again, uh, which is just incredible. It's amazing how the seniors moved out, but we haven't skipped a beat, and we're back here with these juniors that are now seniors, and everybody moves up one spot, and it's like we never changed. Uh, it's it's so incredible to watch. They're so fun to watch, and if you've yet to be able to go watch this girls' basketball team. You have to go watch them because it's basically the equivalent of the old Grinnell College teams that just shot a ton of threes. Um, now, granted, you know, it's not 35-second substituting out, but sure does get a lot of substitutions. I love how deep Edson goes in the bench. Um, they're just a lot of fun to watch, and uh, there's definitely quite a few opportunities coming up where you're able to see them. We're going to move on to swimming. I just have one short uh, swimming... Uh, uh, what should I say? Swimming final. Actually, I have two. Uh, I just know that the boys varsity swimming team beat Vinton and Oskaloosa on their senior night. So congratulations to those guys. I saw pictures from the uh, senior night that took place. And then uh, yesterday, I believe, yesterday or two days ago, uh, 
the Tigers split the team up yesterday, so a small group went to uh, Southeast Polk to take on or took fifth place and had two third place finishes in relays. And the rest of the team took on a tumble and Oski going one on one on the night. Also, congratulations to Coach Huff on his first dual victory. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, you know, if you've never been able to have a chance to go to a swim meet, I highly recommend you go to them. Uh, they're really fun to watch. Uh, wear some cooler clothing because it's really hot in that uh, in the um, in the arena where they swim. Uh, but it's really fun. It's just action-packed, quick moving. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. And if uh, you need if you need something to do on a weekend or a weeknight, and Gurdell's in town swimming at the college, I highly highly recommend that you go out and check them out. So the final thing we're going to talk about is just a little recap of our first night calling wrestling. Uh, what a fun night. Uh, Dave Kaizen came up and helped us uh, call the game. Uh, Grinnell took on Norwalk and ADM. They lost to Norwalk. They beat ADM uh, in a really close match. I believe 41-31 was the final. Uh, you know, Grinnell looks strong. Uh, Brock, he got his big win. Uh, again, he keeps his winning streak alive. Uh, Eli Rose, Cam Stevenson all worked really hard. And a couple of younger guys I was very surprised by to watch wrestle. Um, and they weren't facing easy competition. Uh, you know, Norwalk had quite a few ranked wrestlers, um, and it was a lot of fun. And I, I can guarantee you that uh, the Tiger Sports Livestream Network will most likely try to convert over to the full wrestling schedule next year. Um, the more that, personally, I went into that match as the first ever time. I had never really watched wrestling. I didn't know anything about it. And I sat down. I kind of kept up with Iowa. But I sat down, and I sat next to Dave, and Dave would be calling, and I just kind of picked it up. And by the end of the night, I was like, man, I feel like I know it. And uh, so <laughs> I get home, I watch more Iowa wrestling stuff, I watch the Iowa versus Nebraska meet to get more. And it's safe to say I'm really, really excited for tomorrow night, because uh, I'm, ready, I'm ready to get back going. I think wrestling is really fun to call. Uh, you know, it's such a fun sport to watch, so aggressive. Uh, but yet so strategic, and uh, I'm really excited to see what else Gurdell has in store. They're a really good wrestling team, a lot of growth, uh, a lot of guys that just keep getting better, uh, and they're so fun to watch, and I really appreciate Dave uh, Kaizen coming in and helping us with it. Uh, you know, as a guy that's been an official for over 25 years in the state, he's seen everything, and he, he knows how to call these games, and it's so good just to be able to ask him questions and whatnot, because maybe some night he might he won't be able to make it. And then my dad and I will have to jump on. But we didn't expect at the end of the match uh, to have two cameras at the same time. We didn't know that since Norwalks was headed home, they were just going to try to put both games or uh, two matches on both uh, mats. So we uh, we went in and looked at all that. Uh, we got the cameras set up. Shout out to my dad for getting all that set up last second. And then Dave and I kind of had to cross call games, which was pretty fun and uh uh, we're going to keep updating. Our scoreboard might change a little bit, how we set up numbers and whatnot. Uh, again, if you have feedback, we'd love to hear it. We got good feedback from people that enjoyed watching it. We had quite a few viewers. Um, so hopefully it becomes uh, a pretty good uh, you know, set of uh, live streams that we can put together. I got a message from the IA wrestling team on Twitter saying that they checked in on the stream and said it was one of the better streams they'd ever seen uh, produced by any high school in Iowa. So that's a big deal for us. Uh, and we really appreciate it and you know maybe we have wrestling now under our belts uh, obviously I think the next thing we would try to do is volleyball so who knows maybe since uh, uh, you know the next season's coming along we might try volleyball 
Uh, we're just always looking to branch out, uh, get more people involved, um, both boys and girls side. We don't want to do too much boys stuff. We want to include the girls in it as well. Um, and we just want to be that big overarching uh, uh, help to Grinnell High School when it comes to live streaming. And doing wrestling was a big milestone for us, and we really look forward to doing a lot of that in the future. Another news story that came in um, big for Grinnell High School, the volleyball team, uh, you know, is always had a big reputation. They've always been pretty good trying to make steps in the right direction. Um, Marsha Schultz has been able to guide this program uh, for quite a few years, and it was just announced that um, on, I believe it was yesterday, it was on the 21st, so it would be yesterday, Tuesday, January 21st, that uh, Grinnell High School has uh, hired a new volleyball coach, uh, Rachel Stens Stensrud. Uh, I guess I'll read what they had to say here. Um, it says, Rachel grew up in Waterloo, Iowa, where she played volleyball and basketball for Walnut Ridge High School. Rachel left high school a highly decorated volleyball player and continued her success at UNI. She participated in the NCAA tournament four years in a row with a Sweet 16 appearance in 2001. She was named All-Conference in 2002 to 2004, Missouri Valley Conference All-Tournament Team, and the All-Midwest Regional Team. She was inducted into the UNI Hall of Fame in 2012, and she has coached club volleyball for the last five years, and this year added ninth grade volleyball at GHS. It says, Rachel hopes to continue to increase our athletes' passion for the game, build intensity, and further our competitive nature. Welcome, Coach. So that's really good news, uh, really cool news for uh, the volleyball team. Uh, Schultz, Marsha Schultz has done such a good job and uh, you know it's it's kind of sad that she's uh, stepped aside here but uh, it's a whole new step a whole new stone and uh, I'm excited to see what the volleyball team can do next year now with a new coach behind the wheels um, so quite a few new coaches in the past couple years for high school sports but uh, they're all on the up and up uh, so that'll do it for the recap of this past week's uh, games past couple news uh, we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll come up to give you an update on what's going on next week and this upcoming week in Tiger Sports. Hey there, I'm Joey Pauliai, third generation owner of Pauliai's in Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit polyeyesgrinnellia.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating. So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. Alrighty, so uh, Wednesday, January 22nd, as of we are filming this, uh, there is nothing going on today besides a girls' soccer open gym. Uh, it's kind of snowy outside. It's kind of disgusting outside, all the slush and everything else. Probably glad that you don't have any practices or anything else going on today. Um, you know, in, in times as it is. Uh, so on Thursday, January 23rd, we have an Iowa Port Congress Youth Judging Contest on, on at 9 a.m. at the Iowa State Fairgrounds. So I assume some people will be missing school for that. 
there is a Swimming Boys Varsity Invitational at Indianola's YMCA versus multiple schools at 515. And then there is the Boys Varsity Wrestling Match against Newton at the Grinnell High School uh, main gym at 6.30. That'll be covered on the Tiger Sports live stream network. It'll be our second and final coverage of a wrestling meet, so you can watch that on our YouTube page. We already do have a YouTube link set up for it, so that way you can just click on it, and it's right there, and you'll just have to wait till it comes on. On Friday, January 24th, is the Hoops for Hope Night. Uh, girls, boys, JV, ninth grade, and varsity all going at it against Oskaloosa High School at Grinnell High School's main gym and the Kriegel Gym. All the action starts at 4.45, starting with the girls' JV game in the main gym and the boys' JV game in the Kriegel gym. Uh, should be very in interesting. Uh, we all remember back to when Grinnell went to Oskaloosa earlier in the year. They got the upset. Xavier Foster is questionable for tomorrow or for Friday night. He might play, might not play. I've heard that he's leaning toward not playing. Uh, so you never know. Can Grinnell sweep Oskaloosa? That'd be a pretty big step and a pretty good-sized win. Oskaloosa is yet to win a little Hawkeye Conference game yet this year, so there's a lot there's a lot lingering. Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, yeah, Friday, January 24th, Hoops for Hope. Make sure to wear your pink. It's going to be a really fun night for a really good cause. They're going to have a lot going on. The Alumni Band, the Tiger Paws, it is going to be a fun night of basketball. Please come out and check it out. Come to the gym, pack the crowd. It is going to be an insane atmosphere with both student sections and if you can't make it we completely understand you can check it out here on the tiger sports live stream network uh, and that will start at 6 15 for the girls varsity game on saturday january 25th something that was near and dear to my heart the district large group speech is finally going to happen and i don't think i don't think as of now the snow should be that big of a problem but remember to stay updated when it comes to the things but uh we'll just have to see how it all works out on uh, Saturday, they'll be going to Montezuma for the uh, district large group speech meeting. And then at 9 a.m., there is also SEBA Honor Band at Iowa City West High School. And uh, there's going to be also a wrestling boys varsity meet at Williamsburg versus multiple schools at 10 a.m. Uh, and that would do it for this upcoming week all the way to Saturday. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff going on, a lot of basketball to go watch, a lot of wrestling. It's going to be a busy week. Uh, you know, it's some stressful times for uh, uh, some students going up for speech. We got a lot of fun stuff going on Friday night, and we really hope you can all check it out. So that should wrap it up for this week's episode of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast, episode number 34. Again, we really appreciate everyone for watching, and uh, we will see you next time. And thanks for listening to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. Now, taken away by Meredith McKnight. Good luck for Cunningham. Quite knocked down. Hayden goes to the corner. Sarah Gosling tries a three-pointer and knocks it down. Holly Eyes three-pointer. Timeout. Dell Center drives. This production is a copyright of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. Any use of this podcast or material from it is prohibited without the permission of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network.